Welcome to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Coming to you from Dallas, Texas. Here's your host, Tim Wilkins. I am joined by Chris joining me again. But today's topic is one that uh, is taking the world by storm in the sense of being a conservative and all across this country. Uh, it's taken a little bit to process, but today's topic is actually a unique, unique perspective, I think. It is what's next for Fox News. And unfortunately, we have to talk about the departure of probably, if not, the one of the greatest hosts that the network's ever had, Mr. Tucker Carlson. Uh, Chris, I appreciate you joining me today. Today's uh, today's topic is not one to talk uh, that's not taken lightly by us because not saying all of us used to watch Fox religiously, but Tucker Carlson brought something unique to the channel each and every single night because he brought different perspective and different host different different interview guests and a lot of different things. But Monday morning was a tough one for us because we, we heard the announcement of Tucker Carlson being re removed from the airways, which at the time of this recording, which is 426, he's still not technically released from his contract at Fox. Uh, they will probably have to negotiate some kind of settlement for his release. Uh, they say he's, you know, he's, he's been fired, but, or they've come to the mutual parting of ways, which is not mutual, by the way. That means he got fired. Uh, he was his his contract is to do a show, and he is removed from the air by the Murdoch children and Mr. Paul Ryan, who recently became on the chair chair the board of the board of Fox. So we're gonna walk this dog a little bit here and kind of go into a certain perspective here of the what will now happen at Fox News which I know I haven't watched since Monday and I have, it's been a tough four days for me or three days uh, because I hate to say this to a lot of people, but Fox news was entertaining for the most part, but I really didn't watch a lot of it. I watched Fox and friends in the morning uh, because it's a good morning show. It's better than all the other syndicated crap that's out there. And then you had, you know, or then I'll watch baseball or watch some kind of morning show sports related. Pat McAfee in the afternoon. And then I would watch the five if I was home. And then I would lead into like Jesse Waters and then Tucker Carlson. Sean Hannity, in my view, ladies and gentlemen, as much as he is a longtime punditry of Fox News in the Roger Ailes uh, Fox News, is that he repeats himself too damn much. So <laughs> I will say this. So we'll go through the history, Chris. I appreciate you joining me, man. Uh, I'll get your perspective here in a second here, but I kind of want to go through the, the litany of stupidity that Fox has done in the last up and up recently here and kind of get everyone, get everything in context before we start getting into opinions. But in 2017, arguably one of the greatest hosts that they had on their network Mr. Bill O'Reilly, simple man Bill O'Reilly, 
uh, was fired from the airwaves for a basically a settlement issue with a sexual harassment lawsuit that occurred. Uh, I don't know all the details of said case because it's none of my business because some of that's under wraps, but there was an issue on the workplace sexual harassment side. So somebody had to go and that particular person was Bill O'Reilly. They released him at that point, Tucker Carlson, who was, I believe working at either MSNBC or CNN at the time, uh, was a free agent or becoming, you know, he, he recently worked for those two networks or one of those networks at the time, because he has worked for both, uh, was signed by the Fox news channel. And he took over for the eight o'clock Eastern time time slot. He took over and let me just go through the list here. Okay. I was telling Chris before we started this podcast that uh, this is what's really scary about this decision because this man was literally the golden goose of this network. Other than the five, this man drew more ratings and more advertisers to said network than any other show. Ready for this? Three and a half to four million. This the Friday, his last show only garnered 2.3 million. But it was a Friday show, which is uh, Friday night is pretty tough to gain ratings for. Let's put that in context. But usually, arguably, between three and a half, three point three to three point seven million people watch his show every single night. That leads into Sean Hannity, who loses about a million, and then it goes into Laura Ingram, who loses another five and five hundred fifty thousand viewers. So, let me just clarify this to everybody's understanding. Tucker Carlson is what put eyes onto this network. The reason why Tucker did what he did and drew eyes onto the network was he had an interesting, and I believe, Chris, we can talk about this. I'll get your review in a second here because I got the last two things here I got to discuss. Is that in the last few months, this last month alone has been a very perspicuous activity by Fox here. Not only has Tucker Carlson been released of a show, you have Jesse Waters take a what it seemed like a forced two-week vacation for something that I'm not sure it's been rumored. You had Dan Bongino, who recently announced that he is no longer doing his weekend show, which was arguably one of the highest rated shows on the weekend show slots, alongside Mr. Mark Levin. And, and they and they said it was a contract dispute. You had a long litany of list of contributors being no longer used to the services, like Sebastian Gorka, uh, Laura Trump. The list can go on and on here. I think this is going to be the last we see as Fox News as we know it, thanks to the Murdoch children. And uh, I, I will discuss this in a in a context where I think Tucker Carlson, whatever his release would be from Fox, he will make his own his own way. I think he has the ability to the rival Joe Rogan in a sense of the entertainment litany that it will happen. So, Chris, I appreciate you. Sorry for being long winded here. I had to kind of go in the context of what we're talking about, but. Uh, Want to hear your thoughts, man, going into this and see what uh, you can kind of discuss here. Yeah, Tim. I mean, I, I think I think we all can agree that I think there's a lot of people who felt like Fox News died on November 3rd of 2020 <clears throat> when they called uh, when they called Arizona and then also said that uh, when Brett Baer called Arizona and also when they when the uh, pollster claimed that the Republicans were going or the 
Democrats were going to pick up 15 seats in the House, which proved to not be true. Um, I think a lot of people at that point, including myself, uh, took a large step back from from Fox from the Fox News Channel. Um, it felt like that they had betrayed uh, betrayed our our opinions and feelings, and um, without a doubt, uh, you know. April 24th, 2023 could go down as I think the day that that Fox finally uh, <clears throat> finally finished itself off with uh, with the release of, of Tucker Carlson. Um, something that I think not, many of us thought, you know, as he continued to be really the bulwark of the the fight, um, you know, about of, of, you know, when, when Tucker used to talk about the, uh, you know, the sworn enemy of lying, pomposity, smugness, and group thing. You thought at some point, you know, eventually they'd come after, which they've always been coming after Tucker, but, um, you know, who, who would have ever thought from within that, you know, the highest rated uh, cable cable news hosts of all time would, uh, would, would be seeing the door, uh, you know, and there could be various reasons which we could talk about in this podcast why this was done, but um, yeah, as a I think everyone as a conservative, I think you'd be uh, you'd be foolish to watch the Fox News channel at this point. Uh, I think last night uh, Newsmax saw about 195 percent increase um, from two weeks ago. And Fox News, obviously, they've lost nearly a billion dollars in stock value since uh, since the announcement. So people, uh, you know, people listen to this podcast who, who have a. Uh, Similar views and opinions need to uh, take that into account when they uh, are seeking out their uh, their their news sources. I mean, I'll say this in a in a in a broad sense: it, it is really staggering to me. Not saying this to be crazy, but I think the fall off of viewership has happened since, like you said, the twenty twenty election. But we'll we'll talk about this, and as I need to talk about this as well in the context, uh, a week prior to this the Dominion Voting Systems versus Fox News civil lawsuit was settled for $787 million, excuse me, on the, and actually that was almost half of what Dominion was asking for. Uh, they were asking for over, um, I believe, $1.5 billion in their lawsuit, and Fox News basically settled it for pennies on the dollar, to, and they don't have to formally say that they said anything on the air. So, and that's a part of the settlement dispute. Now, that being said, that's a lawsuit that's been settled. However, there's another one that came out that Monday afternoon that became uh, the light to the shining, shot, shining object here is that there was a literal argument about the fact that a ex-executive, what do you want to call it, executive vice president or talent produ producer, executive producer of the show by the name of Abby Grossberg uh, has sued the network as well, saying she was subjected to bullying, sexism, anti-Semitism. And I, not to say this in a weird 
narrow-minded way, it seems like it's coming down after the fact of the removal off the air and not because of the, the departure was not because of this. It just seemed like they used the Dominion case as a crutch and then they, they basically stacked the deck with this lawsuit. And listen, I, I don't know the inner goings of a show or what goes on, but I believe some conversations amongst adults are what, what those are. They're conversations. And if they're actionable, then yes, they're li they're liable and they're obviously worth going to, to civil lawsuits for. The thing that a lot of people don't seem to understand is that a lot of things get said around the watering cooler, the water cooler, whatever you want to call the damn thing. People say a lot of things, including myself, not saying this in a weird sense here. It, sometimes that you say in, it gets mis misinterpreted. I'm not saying that to be the case here, but I, I think sometimes... You know, in this case, this is Carlson's former booker, and she was fired almost a month prior to this lawsuit or before his removal because she filed two lawsuits against the network uh, in March and saying that they've she filed she basically filed an abusive workplace lawsuit twice, two of them, and then she was removed. So I, I think, Chris, what we're going to come down to is. Which which one is the case that got him removed? Was it is it the Murdochs and Paul Ryan removing a guy that arguably has isolated himself against all immediate advertisers? Which Tucker, I, I don't think he had he has one third of the amount of media advertisers that we have now. I I think Chris, you can probably look that up. I think a lot of listeners of the show can just look it up here. But back when he first started, he had over 48.3 million dollars in, in 2018. 2017, he had 92 and a half million dollars in advertised dollars come to the show. It's increasingly gone down time on time again. So he's isolated himself, but at the same time, he's put on really good television in the last year. I think ever since this last year, with all the news that came out about the coronavirus or the China virus, is however you want to call it, because it came from China. That's why we're calling it that, not because we're racist. If you have any questions, concerns, or any ideas about that, just ask Tony Fauci about your opinions. Thank you very much. That's the disclaimer for this podcast. Thank you very much. All right. So that being said, Chris, I, I think we can talk about this at nausea here, but where does he go? You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where he goes. I, I really don't. I, That's a, <laughs> I mean, I think the, you know, obviously – as you've seen, I mean, all, all the major, you know, uh, how do we describe it? All, all the major platforms, uh, alternative platforms have obviously reached out to him. I think there's been, uh, you know, Rumble, I believe, has reached out to him, Newsmax, One American News. I mean, the, 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 the list of people who've probably called Tucker or expressed interest in Tucker is, is astronomical. So really, I mean, in terms of, of a financial aspect of it. I mean, Tucker's fine. Um, I think time will, will tell. I mean, I, I, you know, could we see him go fully independent? I think that's a possibility. Could we see him do some type of alternative program? I think, I think so. The thing about Tucker that makes him unique to some of these other hosts, like he has a, you know, like I've heard this example used in the last couple of days, you know, when Fox News let Bill O'Reilly go, 
you know, there was a, yeah, there were probably Bill O'Reilly fans, but as a whole, more people were Fox News fans than Bill O'Reilly fans. So when, when Tucker replaced Bill O'Reilly, you know, there was a, yeah, maybe there, may, maybe there was a drop off, but as time went along, Tucker built a fan base or uh, Tucker built a fan base. Now, I think very much is the case this time. I think Tucker's fan base is more loyal to Tucker than they are to the Fox News channel. So I think, you know, using him and Bill O'Reilly as, as, you know, as it's apples to oranges when it comes to the two of them. Because I truly well, feel. I would, I would say with legacy of the network, it's, it's, it, you're right. It's apples and oranges, but in the same context, at the same exact, the same exact spot. He didn't take over a different spot and then garner that rating. He literally was in Bill O'Reilly's spot and did exactly whatever Bill did and then more in that same spot. Thing was, he also has, and he did still until this day, Chris, have more ad money into the network than any other any other host in the network as well. So he was garnering them a lot of money in ad dollars, even though it's down, it has gone down over the years. It's still drawing, still garnering money. No, I agree. But I, you know, I, I think, I think the difference between the two of them is I, I think there are more Tucker Carlson fans out there than there are Bill O'Reilly fans. I, I think so. I, it, again, time will tell. I mean, we, it's hard to say right now what the case would be. Um, you know, until we until we have a, a clear cut idea of where Tucker is going to go uh, in terms of an alternative platform, I think it's hard to hard to kind of say. But I mean, in terms of the the where where fought where the Fox News Channel stands, I mean, they don't have a they don't have a a, a name per se. That that they, I, I don't I don't think they I don't think they do either. And I'm sorry, but Brian Kilmeade is not the answer. Um, I, I hate to say this to a lot of people, but Brian is not the answer for that spot. Jesse Waters getting a show for the seven o'clock block was a good lead in to Tucker because he was garnering close to 1.8 million views uh, a night. And he was decent. I mean, he wasn't doing the same thing as Tucker. He was doing it uniquely different, but he wasn't having the same guest on all the damn time. Like Sean Hannity does like Sean, once you get to a Sean Hannity show, Minus the last three months or so, four months or so, of him having live sh broadcast shows in New York City, the show has become completely stale. It's it's a it was stale. I'm sorry, you're repeating the same talking points over and over again. So with him, well, because because Hannity and and that, sorry, I mean because mm -hmm. I'm trying to thought off the challenge of you know, and, and here's here's the issue that I think we're going to see now. And we've seen with Fox and why the reason why people are more acclaimed to Tucker than they've been to Hannity or Laura Ingram or, or you name it, is the fact that Tucker was the only one on the network willing to call out not only Democrats, because obviously, you know, that, that that's the case. But Tucker w openly called out Republicans who either, you know, you could you, oh, you name oh, yeah. you name the situation, whether it's Ukraine or, or spending or amnesty or. Um, he called out the hypocrisy. He called out the yeah. hypocrisy on both sides. Yeah. And that's why a lot of fans, I think, uniquely, Chris, like he had guests on that I've never heard of before. I mean, necessarily. Like, and I listen to him and I go, that's a that's a great interview. Like it's something new I haven't heard before. It gives me a unique perspective. And 
and goes about the business. Now, when I, I will say this, it, it does help that you've had a, the results of certain studies and certain things come out that have supported the conservative agenda that we've been saying for a long time about COVID, about all these other things, Ukraine, a lot of things we've said about Tony Fauci. There's a lot of things that have come out the 2020 election. There's a lot of things, Hunter Biden, all, all the litany of things right, have come out in the last, let's say, year or so have garnered really great ratings for the show. Now, the thing is, I want to kind of go into this a little bit. I really don't see him, Chris, I don't see him. I mean, he might do a show on Rumble. I don't see him going to YouTube. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just go through the list here. I don't see him going to a YouTube. I don't see him signing a contract with Bezos and Amazon TV. So that's not going to be out. That's going to be out. Um, Rumble, Rumble might be there. Uh, Spotify, I can see him doing a podcast because he did have, you know, um, on, on the Fox Nation, which is the streaming service of Fox, he did have his own show doing that stuff, and it was really cool. Um, I think that would garner some viewership as well, which could go to Rumble. I think he has to navigate this in a sense where he has the potential, Chris, arguably, to be bigger than Joe Rogan. And he has to navigate it correctly. And and that's the scary part about talking about this. The money is the money, right? We talk about it. He, he was garnishing close to two, $20 million a year with Fox. And he was actually negotiating a, a, a contract, re, you know, he resigning a long-term extension. So now how much of that was in sincere negotiations? Who the heck knows? You know, how many times we've heard renegotiations of contracts and you know it's a they get re-signed and heck in sports you get traded real short after so i I just think legitimately where where can this guy land i don't see him going to newsmax as a show like an hourly show like he did on fox i don't see that happening um nothing personal at newsmax but i don't think it garners i don't even think the amount of money that they can pay him to do that show. I think they're going to, I mean, they'll blow the entire bank to do that. Now, can I see him going independent like you discussed? Absolutely. Does he have the budget to do that? I, he would have to have some secure background. Now, this is where my angle on this approach and where he lands is something unique, Chris. And I think you can agree or disagree with me on this. What is one media company that has yet to be discussed yet that's an independent company? Uh, Twitter. That is one. Continue. Go ahead and keep guessing. Uh, I think out of all the ones I could think of, I think we've covered all. You forgot one big one. It's owned by somebody. And he was the 45th president of the United States. Social. No, it's called Trump. Trump Media. True Social is a part of the Trump Media brand, but it's a different entity. I think this is a opening that a lot of people haven't really thought of yet, and I, I do believe that Trump will give him the opportunity to to host his own TV show on said media 
net not it doesn't even have to be a network it can just be a hey we're on trump we're on trump media and it could be a on the on the rumble page, you know his own thing and he could be the beginning of the network now i'm not sure it's going to be a full-blown network but i think true socials out there I, i'll be very interested to see how it plays out though chris i think trump he he the company name is technically trump media right well the only media that's there so far is a social media app. Well, they can diversify. And I think that's an opportunity that I think openly Tucker will go independent. It's just a matter of where will his show or his content be broadcast. He's not going to broadcast his media to, um, yeah, like you saw that video just recently came out, by the way, this this podcast recorded on the 26th. He came out with, I uh, what, about a minute long video on his Twitter page. Is that, that, that's a good length of it? Like a minute? Yeah, about, yeah, about a minute or so. And it, he doesn't mention anything about where he's going or anything like that. He talks about something that has been a theme of his show, probably the entire length of his show. And that's kind of where he goes. You know, he kind of goes down this challenging, the people in charge, like the, the people in authority, he, he's going into that theme of that mantra. I, I think he, in the weeks to come, I think he'll get a settlement from Fox. I think he'll get paid probably about maybe 10 or $12 million in the settlement. And for the, for the remainder of this contract and release him. The problem that he can't release his own content yet is because technically he's still under contract with Fox. He would have done release content by now. If he, if he could, Does that make sense, Chris. Absolutely. So I think there's something that the, he also has retained the same attorney that actually was used for the, uh, the Blasey Ford uh, said attorney. So, and a couple other people. So the same attorney, I could be wrong with the attorney's name, but he's retained also Don Limon or for you people that actually want to keep facts. It's Don Lemon. Or better known as Woke Lemon. You have plenty of nicknames for him. Or, the, uh, or the, as, as President Trump calls him, the dumbest man on television. Well, I thought that was Chris Cuomo for a while, but you know. Not Don Lamont. Don Lamont. So, so I, I don't know, man. I, I would say uniquely, Chris, I think Trump has hate to tie this back into him in this sense, but it really, there's a couple of ways this can pan out. And I hate to say this. It doesn't end well for Ron DeSantis. Donald Trump can seriously ask Tucker Carlson to be his vice president of the United States. And I, I'm not trying to blow up Twitter on this concept, but he can seriously do whatever the fuck he wants to do and ask Tucker to do it. And I think Tucker, I don't know if he'll take it, but that's a hell of a that as soon as that release happened, as soon as that release was opened up on Monday, that is the third thing that got shot out of the cannon of stupid of things on Twitter was he's gonna run for he's gonna be Trump's VP. And I was like, I can see it happening. Because Trump's done some crazier shit, but you know, um uniquely, Chris, I don't know, man. I don't know where he goes. And I think there's a lot of options there. I just don't know where his media will be broadcast. It won't be censored. That's the, like the, it, the, the content that he has, if he, okay, if he goes on rumble, I'm, I, I know Diane Bongino has a, uh, 
has a uh, has a what's gonna call it a uh, obviously has an ownership stake in Rumble. Yeah. But I don't see I don't see him, you know, getting censored on Rumble. I obviously YouTube will draw views, but they're gonna censor his content. Um, just like Dan Bongino got kicked off of YouTube. Uh, that's why Crowder Crowder got kicked off of YouTube. Sorry, not Steven Crowder did not get kicked off YouTube. He just limits his access on YouTube because his yeah he has a uh, mug yeah so he just does that he does that monetization process that he does. Um, we also got sorry we also mm-hmm. factor in too. There are other alternative platforms like the Ellie Wire. There's the Blaze. I, I don't a, think he's. I don't think he's gonna do a. Um, what's his name? Yeah, that went to the Blaze and started it. Um, Glenn Beck. Yeah, I, I doubt he's gonna do a Glenn Beck. Um, he's not a Glenn Beck ish type person. Mark Mark Levin will be my next person to kind of see how he navigates this as well because Mark Levin is in the same pedigree of thought of a lot of like really good conservative people. And his uh, show on and, no, well, I mean, his thought. His, listen, he doesn't get to the, not to get to the. Yeah, go ahead. He's more. He's more establishment. I mean, he. Yes, he'll he'll rail he'll rail against the establishment, but Mark. I mean, obviously, they Mark was heavy pushing on Kevin McCarthy as speaker. Let's use that. As, let's use that as a litmus test. Well, uh, I mean, I, I mean, let's be, let's be honest. I I really don't see a problem with Kevin McCarthy as speaker though. I mean, just. I mean, he just. I mean, who, 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 who else? Who else? Who else are you gonna? Who else are you gonna put up there? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. But I mean, are, just, are you just, gonna? Are just, you gonna put a ham sandwich for the speaker of the house? He I just. Mean, who he else just voted. He just voted to raise the debt ceiling again. I mean. Well, actually, know. no, they didn't. They, 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 they. If you actually look at the law, the plan, his plan, actually saves four trillion dollars over ten years. It makes major, massive cuts to a lot of what they call that. Uh, discretionary spending. So believe me, he voted to, he didn't raise the debt ceiling. That's the budget. That's what he did. So he obviously have to pay their bills. Chris, they can't, they can't sit there and go, Hey, we're going to default on this crap. They got to pay it. They got to pay their stuff. They're not going to raise the debt ceiling. He's going to have to make some serious cuts. Now Biden's not going to negotiate. That's a whole other podcast topic that uh, I, I really would love to dive into because uh, but yeah, you're talking about establishment. Yeah, Mark Levin is an establishment guy, but here's the thing: he doesn't. He has a Sunday show. You know what I mean? He's also on radio. He does have Blaze TV connections. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't see him staying on the network very long. I, 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 I think that ultimately the departure of Tucker is going to hurt. Is going to hurt Fox News across the. People who people who watch Tucker are not going to watch Hannity. They're not going to watch Laura Ingram. Not going to watch the Five. They're not going to watch. Um, you name it's it. It's going to be the people. same. It's going to. That's one thing a lot of people did, like disavow here is the fact that conservatives, when we don't agree with something, it's not just a week that this little protest goes on for. It's pretty substantially length of time, and you have to do something to kind of win us back over again. Bud Light. Anheuser Busch, sorry, but you've lost four billion dollars. I think now it's ten billion dollars. They said of 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 net worth over a little their little nonsense that they want to do with Mister or Mrs. Dylan Mulvaney, Mulvaney, whatever you want to call him, her, whatever. Um, 
10 billion dollars dude and the person that actually authorized that same ad sequence took a leave of absence you know what that means she's getting fired i mean if we somebody hope. well no we you, you 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 if you were the ceo you got you got a month i'm giving you a month with pay and you're leaving that's what you got you go find you another job that's exactly what i would do go take an administrative leave you're going you're staying home for a month go find you another job you're leaving in a month because that, that i mean there's only only one fall person you, you can't in business there's only you got to own up you, you, there's no other person okay the ceo looks like complete trash the board of directors speaking of board of directors though in this context there is something to be said that paul ryan has recently became on the board of fox there's something to be read into that absolutely Paul Ryan is not a Trump supporter by any means in the imagination. He was by far, other than Mr. John Brainer, the worst speaker of the House of all time. Um, there's a few others in the history of the House of Representatives that can probably arguably be the worst. But Paul Ryan, being a squish that he was, had two jobs as the Speaker of the House under John, Donald John Trump. Slammed through legislation. Couldn't do it. He, he had both houses, but no, we're going to slow roll the hell out of everything. We're not going to go through that. That's another topic, another conversation, too, as well. But, Chris, I, I really don't see how Tucker, we're, I mean, $20 million a year, dude. Think about that for a second. Making two little under $2 million a month. Put on a show. It's highly entertaining. And... You get told on Monday morning after you record your show on Friday that you're being removed off the air with no inkling of. And by the way, if you can read this, everyone can that's listening to this can actually read it as well. Apparently, he was called by the CEO of Fox, not Mr. Murdoch, but uh, I forgot her name, Susan. Uh, her last wow. name. Yeah. Her, her last name is is Miss uh, is is you know just blanking me out here. But she called him Monday morning and told him. And that's that's not a good way to get kicked off your own, you know, thing there. So I think he he does his own independent thing. It's a matter of how he structures it. I think he'll do a little bit like Crowder with a mug club and he'll he'll kind of do a mix of all things. I think people can do an app. He'll he'll do something. I mean, I think people will pay to watch him. That's a good thing about it. Um, it's just a matter of where he goes. I, I do think the Trump media platform is an opportunity that is unique. Is it, I don't, I, you, you think for one second that Donald Trump hasn't had a conversation with him yet? I, oh. I, I, I think that conver I think some conversations are being done right now that we're never going to be privy to. Absolutely. Uh, um, I just think that the first people that probably reached out to Tucker were the former president of the United States and, and a couple others. I think privately, he's not going to tell people that what, who, who called and reached out to him. I don't think Sean Hannity did. I don't think, I, I don't think Laura Ingram did. I don't think, which by the way, if you look at the people on Fox, Chris, what really bothers me the most is I'm sorry, but there's no person on that network that is qualified to take that spot and take that mantle. That's the right. scary thing. You you can it, it, let's just take an, another negative here. There is nobody on the Fox News Channel right now 
that can host that spot and hit three and a half million viewers. No, but I think I think that's partially the point. You know, you gotta look at the perspective. Also, they want to put a person on there who they feel like is 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 malleable, is controllable. That's not going to to push the issue. You know, it, it, look look at a prime example. Look at a prime example of when you'd watch an episode of Tucker Carlson, he'd call out Lindsey Graham for his uh, squishiness and, and his mm-hmm. squishiness on basically everything. And then you'd go one hour later and Sean Hannity has Lindsey Graham on for the, for the 14,000th time. Yeah, and, and, and then he has the same, you know, which, by the way, you know who I haven't seen uh, on, on, on Sean back in the day? Leo, Leo 2.0 wasn't on Sean very much. And... And apparently he would go on the mornings with Fox and Friends in the morning, but not wear his Leo 2.0 hat. Yeah. And Ainsley asked him about that, and he didn't comment on it. Yeah. Um, so it, it is I, – I don't know, man. I, I think seriously, as a person that gets their news – listen, I, when it comes to, like, like reading on their website, I, I would go to their website to get news – that's going on in the world, but I will never watch it. I mean, I, I haven't watched. I mean, it, it, and that's the scary thing about it right now is that there's nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry, I misinterpreted though, Chris. Uh, he did pass the fucking debt ceiling. He did raise the debt ceiling. Um, yeah, he all did. it. <laughs> my bad. My my bad. He did fucking raise the debt ceiling. I thought he cut the fucking debt. Damn it. Nope. What, what a fucking stooge. All um, fucking dumbass. It just what a squish. Um, whatever. It's just you know. This, but see, this is a, this is a prime example of Tucker would call this out. Well, that's the thing. Would, McCarthy, it, McCarthy would never be on his show. That's the thing nope. too. He's not a McCarthy squish. would never be on his show. Lindsey Graham would never be on his show. Actually, but he I'll was on his show. He was on his show, show one once. time. But yeah. you also factor in. Remember when he called Ted Cruz out for for calling the <laughs> uh, the the one six uh, people terrorists. You know, terror, all, everybody terrorists, and he got called out about that. Um, what other ones? He called out Mike Braun for for cave for caving on BLM. He called out Christy Nome on for caving on the, uh, the uh, transgender athlete. You know, boys playing girls sports. Like Tucker was Tucker is fear is. I and mean, we're not saying what, I hate people using the term was because Tucker isn't going anywhere. He is it's just fearless. a matter. It's a, it's a matter of where he goes. Exactly, and, and exactly. I, I think I, I think legitimately, and I, I want to walk this, and I know we're like we kind of running a little. Which, by the way, if this podcast goes a little long, just listen for a little while longer while you're in traffic, ladies and gentlemen. This is not the end of the world. It, what the truth social true Trump media thing has legs. The reason why it has legs is because Trump has the money. No other entity, and I, I don't mean any disrespect to Newsmax or uh, First, you know, First America, or, or Best One America, America, One American News, and and all these other. Um, the problem is, if Tucker goes independent, okay, this is the this is the concept here. If Tucker goes independent, let's say he goes on Rumble and he does an hour show every day on Rumble. Or, you know, it does it maybe twice a week on Rumble. Whatever the case may be. He's not going to see immediate, you know, return of investment in a sense. He's going to see that over a period of time. 
he's not going to see unless Rumble signs an exclusive agreement. Let's say signs some kind of exclusive agreement and all this other crap. But I'm talking about like right off the get go. Let's, let's say he puts his show out there the next day on Rumble for an hour. Yeah, it's going to have millions of views and whatever the case may be. But here's the thing Trump has the backing to let him say whatever the hell he wants to say. You're not going to offend him. But the problem that Tucker has, which I have yet to read, is apparently there was some kind of demeaning text message that were written about Trump that he has, that he that, that they had in a Dominion lawsuit. And I hate to say this to everybody, a lot of things that get said are taken out of context, right? That happens all the time in the world. I don't know the context in which those text messages were written. Hell, it could have been something about completely different. But how you interpret it is your own business. But I think Trump has the millions of dollars backing to do it. I think also by doing it with Trump, they make money together. It's a good business relationship. I, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a bold statement here. We can mark right. we can mark it down. I, right. I don't I don't I, as much as I would like to see them work together. I I don't see it because I think the fact of the matter is Tucker Tucker doesn't Tucker Tucker has called out has called out the Trump administration. He's talked about you know using examples like the. Uh, you know, them not declassifying the JFK documents and some other, you know, utilizing other types of, of areas of, of our, of our government, you know, really, I'm not saying I'm using areas of our government that, you know, have been in by several administrations that have been uh, weaponized and he, they were not rolled back. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I think there's a level of, of independence that Tucker wants to have. And I, I don't, I just don't see him. I don't see him working together with, uh, with Trump. I just don't. Uh, I, I mean, they, I, I get it. I get it. I see that. I, I, I agree with you on that. I do. I mean, there is some contention there. I, I don't disagree with that. I just think if he goes on some other uh, media conglomerate, he has to have the, the backing and understanding in his contracts that he won't get censored. He won't like if he goes on one of these these sites like Rumble or I'm not even going to throw YouTube out there because YouTube would censor him in a second. Um, he's got to go on something, right? He's got to he's got to go out to the masses somehow. Is Rumble a good opportunity? Absolutely. I think he does media. I think he does his own show, and I think they probably branch into a podcast and do clips of like best of or something. And he does his interviews, like his like his Fox Nation interviews that he was doing. Uh, those can be podcasts. I think there is legitimacy behind the fact that he has a lower amount of ad buys in the network in the last three and a half years. But at the same time, they're still substantiating enough where it makes people a living. I don't think for the fact that – I think for one second, if people don't think that Tucker Carlson – can get can get some advertisers to advertise on his show like he did it on Fox. I, I dis I disagree with people that don't think he can do that. I, I think it's just a matter of how he goes about it. And I think we won't really know anything. We'll know something soon that he was released from Fox when he starts putting out more more content. I, until then we're kind of stuck in this uh you know this nothing burger of stupidity that we have. And unfortunately we get stuck watching, uh, you know, Fox talk about the same seventeen topics, yeah. and they're yeah. on repetition. Well, the thing about it is, and, and this is this is something as we as conservatives need to realize is that listen, 
we have to support the parallel economy. You know, Dan Bongino talks about it all the time about building this secondary economy that is for conservatives. Unfortunately, we're we're in a position now where corporate America hate, hates us. You know that we can't. You can't. In a lot of ways, and and again, this is this a lot. Of this is my opinion, and people, you know, we may disagree on this, and people may disagree with us. There's no point in us as conservatives supporting companies that that hate us. There's no reason why, if we if we truly believe if we truly believe the found if we truly believe conservative principles and values, then why are we spending our money? Then why are we subscribing to Disney Plus and spending thousands of dollars at Disney? Why? For us as conservatives, a company that says, hey, we don't agree with you. Why are, why are you spending your money? So when it comes down to it and we look at this parallel economy and the idea of a rumble or a um, you name it and say, well, it's a small platform. It's like, it's, it, yes, it's a small platform. But, you know, what was the Fox News Channel in 1996? It was a <clears throat> it was a uh, it was a you know, it was it was a uh, small uh, very small thing in a, in a very large pond in the ocean. And what did it become? It became a mega global empire, um, you know, in just a matter of a map in, in just a matter of 10, 15 years, you know, you look at, let's, 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 let's kind of talk about the, the different forms of, of, of media, conservative media that have grown up over the years. I mean, prior to the late 1980s, there was no really conservative radio. And then came Rush Limbaugh in, 1990, in 1988. Rush grew in, you know, the show continued to grow even up till his death. Um, and then obviously because of Rush's, you know, Rush was Rush played a big part in Republicans gaining the gaining, um, you know, the House and the Senate in 1994 from uh, after dealing with the Clinton administration. Um, you know, Fox News Channel started in 1996 and grew into the largest um, cable news channel in, in the country. Uh, and and one of the biggest in the world. So this is just that's, another. That, that's what that's why that's why I get mad because it, it. I'm not saying this in a in a in a in a blind fly by night type of way. We were becoming the the players that everybody was becoming in back in 1996. Uh, the Fox News Channel has gotten to that point where it was bigger and broader and in garnering the attention of. All the big media conglomerates, CBS, ABC, CNN, NBC, all of them, we were, they, they were destroying the, the ratings on all those networks every single night for the last 10 years, way before Trump came around. And then once Trump came around, that thing just kept, that train kept on going. And to the point where, and I mean this in a very broad way here, that the Dominion lawsuit wasn't the reason why Tucker Carlson got fired. I don't believe so. I'm sorry. They settled for half of the amount that they were asking for. So something else had to give. Something, what was exactly the reason why Tucker got fired? There had to be a reason why. Other than we don't like what you're saying. Well, shit, he's been saying shit for a year and a half. So why didn't I you mean, do I, it then? Why didn't I, you do it I, then? I, I think it was death by a thousand paper cuts. I mean, you look at what what Tucker has been doing the last few months. I mean, you look at the, the, the Patriot purge, um, you know, the he had people from January 6th. He, he had people from yeah. January 6th on Jake, Jacob I mean, Chan, you know, getting Jacob, you know, getting, getting those, uh, those tapes from Speaker McCarthy and, and getting 
Jason, Jacob Chansley, uh, um, and then Fox really ultimately kneecapping that that reporting. There was a lot more reporting that Tucker wanted to do, but because of his because of the issue because of 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 the Murdochs and and all the folks there who who put the kibosh to it, that reporting had to had to be you know squel- squelched or severely uh, kneecapped. So there there is there's. As time continued to go along, there were things that that obviously Tucker wanted to do. But the fact that again, Tucker railed against the establishment. He went after George W. Bush. He went after um, he went after obviously you know members of of the House and the Senate on the on you know obviously the Democrat side, but also the Republican side, and and called them out to their face. Tucker was a tough interview. When you when you when you rail against the establishment, at some point the the establishment has to bite back. The, this the swamp is real. That's the reason why. That's the reason why Tucker didn't live in Washington anymore. He, you know, he talked all the time about him living in Washington for so long, and, and him leaving Washington and doing his show remotely and getting out of the swamp. You know, and and there there's a reason why that they call it the swamp, and they call it and they call it in East. You just talk about permanent Washington. Yep. You know that this is merely you know all this you know Republican then. Republican Democrat, you know, back and forth, a lot of times it's just for show. They they agree on more than than what we uh than what we may think they do. Yeah, a lot of them are good. I mean, I, I, this is kind of the podcast going a little this episode's going a little bit long, but it it's it's one of those things, man, where a lot of them know where each other lie on every issue that comes up. They they already know. So it's like, okay, so what are you going to come out this week and talk about? Like, it, it's kind of like one of those things where these these hearings about the Hunter Biden thing. And I, I don't really want to go deep dive into that, but it, it it's a whole lot of noise. Until an indictment occurs of some kind, it's a whole lot of noise. It's to distract the American people, to keep the base happy but not get any results. And I hate to say it, but if Kevin McCarthy, which by the way, this bill wasn't a bad bill for all you people watching the budget arguments. It's not a bad bill in a sense where it's cutting $4 trillion for the deficit is the fact that you're giving the president what he wants, but with contingencies. So I'll see, I'll wait and see. I still, I still believe we're going to go off a neck. I I still believe we're going to go off of a debt ceiling cliff here. We're going to, Government's going to get shut down here in a few months because that's this is how I look at it. Because the, the problem, the problem with Republicans, it continues to happen every single time. Republicans, Republicans constantly play, 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 uh, play on their back feet. They they never they never play on offense. They're always playing on defense. And and Donald Trump was the and president trump was was the only one who said no we go on offense we start you know dan bongino's talked about it quite a bit the idea of fu politics that's the type of politics democrats play hey you know we want to take everything you have and then some and we don't care any way we do it the idea of this whole idea of and the problem is with and this is where permanent washington especially republicans get themselves in trouble constantly and why they continue to lose because they think that the old rules still still apply, they don't. They Dem- they never Democrats do. Democrats will run will continue to run them over because they think that all of a sudden that the you know this thought of having ideas that eventually ideas will uh, 
will supersede power. These people only care about power. Until we fight power and power, we're never going to win. It's amazing, dude. It really is, man. I know we're talking about this, and it's nauseating at times because when this news article broke about Tucker, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, it's obviously we got to talk about it. But, like, I, I had to – and I want to talk about this to a lot of people. I had some reservations about bringing it up because – it, it's a polarizing thing. I'm usually one of those guys when it comes to talking about meat content and doing, making things. I'm one of those guys where it's like, okay, let's hold on a second and wait. But in this sense, it, it, it didn't. It doesn't make any sense. So I'll I'll rail against it as much as I can because it doesn't make any sense. Like to me, a guy. To me, he was doing actual journalism by interviewing people that you never even heard of. I mean, I, I never heard of half the people he had on his shows half the time. But they were really good interviews about issues that I am not like a big huge fan of, but I gave him props for doing it. I wasn't ever a person that said, "Ah, that's a terrible interview. Let me turn that off." No, it was a it was a good perspective. It was a good, and that's what you want as as a, in, a, in a person that does the show, you, you as a show of that size. So I think legitimately, what you're going to see. And I, this is where we're going to end here. Something's going to get. The establishment's either going to break, which it won't. It might break a little bit. Or he's going to go on his own. He's going to make some serious money out of this, though. He's going to probably gain about 12 to $15 million. Or, or whatever the case may be. Because he had almost a year left on his, on his deal at Fox before it was going to get renewed. So he has some serious money coming to him. The sooner the better so he can actually promote his own content and do his own thing. And whatever he does, he will be a media, he will be a large entity in some way, shape, or form. Where he goes, I don't think he goes to the Daily Wire. I don't think he does Blaze TV. I don't think he does. I think he finds his own, he navigates that road by himself. I think he goes, he goes by it by himself. It's a matter of what publisher, in a sense, will, will have his content. Um, I think Rumble's probably the the, but that's that's what lawyers and contract attorneys deal with. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I, I don't think seriously money wise he's going to make anywhere near what he was making at Fox unless he has some serious, unless they have some kind of exclusivity deal, and they say all his shows only on Rumble, or something along those lines. I don't see, Chris, how any of that is even remotely feasible. Um. Because, I mean, he was making about 20, arguably, he was making about, what do you think, Chris, about 20, 23 million? What was the, what was the rule on that? 22 million? 22 million a year? Yeah, I read something about 20. Oh, yeah. In order, in, order, in order to you sustain your lifestyle, let's just go through this. In order for you to sustain your lifestyle, sir, without spending, okay, this man doesn't need money, but let's just let's go follow me on this one, will you? The man makes 20-something million dollars a year to sustain his lifestyle, which he does live in the state of Florida. He rents a home, I believe, some kind of a dwelling or some kind of apartment or a condo or something in Washington, D.C. And he does his show remotely. So he already, if that's the case to be true, which, by the way, if you watch the video on his Twitter page, that is the same studio he records Fox Nation in. Look at that video again, Chris, when we get off the air here. Oh, yeah. That is the same studio who records his own content on already. 
So yeah, he owns all that. Yeah, so he owns all that. So it doesn't like he has to like go into his own thing. I think or buy his own studio. He already has it. So I think he he probably in order for him to go by himself, in order for him to go by himself, I, I think legitimately he's probably gonna have to invest in himself a little bit, probably spend about five to six million, maybe ten to get some serious I mean, because he has to buy you know, I'd say buy people. But he has to, to, to probably employ some people and make it an LLC or some kind of media thing and, and, and kind of go down that road. Um, I, I'm not really sure, though, Chris. I mean, I, I think publishing-wise, other than Rumble, where else can he go that they're going to have him? CNN won't have him. NBC doesn't want him. I mean, he's done with Legacy. He's, 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 he's done with Legacy. So at this point, Daily Wire, I'm yep. sorry. Sorry, I like you, Ben, but Sorry, dude. No, um, no, uh, no. Fast talking bastard. Um, I don't see him going anywhere other than his own. And I, I think we got in order to, to publish his own media, he has to publish his media that's not going to get censored. So either he puts it behind a paywall of some kind, or signs some kind of exclusivity thing with. Uh, with Rumble, and I don't see him going to One American News. I don't see him going to Newsmax. I'm sorry, I don't see it. The money. I don't think Newsmax has the cash to do it. I really don't. I don't. I don't think any of these guys have the money to do it. They're not hey, big you enough. Know, and again, it may not be. It may not be about the money. It be about you got. You hey, have man, to, you guys, have to. guys, guys, don't take a pay cut. Of the man of that stature, you know what I'm saying? And that that's just being honest, Chris. I don't think a man of his stature takes a pay cut. There's gotta be a man of his his statue in the industry in media, which seriously, like I, I say the earlier this podcast, he can he has a statue in the media world to to rival Joe Rogan if he wants. He has the outreach. He has the following. He does. He can rival Joe Rogan um, in a lot of things, but in his own unique way. So I think it's how it goes about. I, I really don't see uh, the only avenue I see that makes any sense. Chris is is Rumble. Rumble makes sense in the sense of negotiating a deal with exclusivity on the show on the one hour, maybe an hour a day. And then, and then potentially, high, you know, do a paywall podcast type deal with Spotify. Maybe, who knows? Like Joe Rogan did. Who knows? I, I'm not sure, man. I just we're just brainstorming here. I'm sorry to keep everyone long here, but uh, in closing, man, it's been a hell of a week for us conservatives. And Chris, I appreciate you joining me. And hopefully, the uh, you know. You know, we got to talk about some other things other than uh, politics. But hell, politics—it must be political. It must be up to something season, you know. Because uh, also the NFL drafts on Thursday. The Yankees are being the Yankees. The Red Sox are just sucking wind. So, you know, that's how it goes. But uh, for another edition of the Yankee Cowboy Podcast, we probably sometime next week. Feel free to like, subscribe, all the fun stuff on social media. And uh, hope everyone had a good week. Continue to have a good week.
Chris, I appreciate you joining me, buddy. Yes, sir. All righty. All right, man. I- Thank you for listening to the Yankee Cowboy Podcast. Feel free to follow us on social media via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook.